0: Hi, welcome to the uh, Thrive podcast from Blackpool Sick. This is Rob and i um, joined with Claire and today we're going to talk to you about loneliness. I have to say I think we both felt that uh, this has been quite a, a difficult topic to approach in many ways because it can be quite personal, quite emotional really in many ways. So um, yeah. we're going to give it our best go out with Claire, really. Yes. <laughs> <we> <laughs> okay, so um, first sort of thing that um, we've kind of would recommend is he's, he's actually naming it and validating it and what do you think to that Claire as a, as a concept is it important that you declare that you are lonely
1: yeah I think so like um I was telling you before we started recording this that I've actually felt this way mm. and I have openly admitted it but I think sometimes it's hard to recognize that you are the only reason that I knew what was going on is because going from and I think you guys listening to this will totally relate to this is we've gone from being such sociable people, being in a college environment to hanging out with friends, going out with them to them being in a full lockdown situation where all you see are the people that are in your house. Now it doesn't matter how I think how many people are in your house. Mm. You can still feel lonely. So it's like, there's just me and Dave here in our house, but he's been at work all day and I've been working from home whilst in lockdown. So I think a lot of it is making sure that you do tell someone if, like, you are feeling that way, or if you are feeling down, because we are naturally sociable people, aren't we?
0: Very much so. I think if you if you recognise it in yourself, then you means you then want to fix it, doesn't it? If yes. If you don't yeah. recognise it, you just sort of will continue to put up with it in a way.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah.
0: Will be sort of my take and I, and I agree with you. I, I genuinely would say that because I'm, i, I, say I was very happy in my own company. Really, in many ways. Um,
1: yeah i can be yeah
0: but i would say i felt most lonely actually ironically when i've been with big groups of people but you don't feel like you're sort of interacting with them particularly well or you've got something in your mind you're feeling don't know upset about something or whatever it may be and sometimes it's just a case of acknowledging that isn't it and then sort of reaching out i suppose
1: yeah and i think that then takes us nicely on to the next one where it says about take stock of connections that you Mm. already have
0: yeah, and, and and again, I think it, it, it's making sure sort of, I know personally, I, I f- often feel like um, if somebody doesn't even say, ask you how you are, or smile at you, it, that can make you feel lonely.
1: Yeah, I always make sure, now we're back in college, I always say to my students, good morning, how are you all, mm. on purpose, because I just think... But even if they just say, yeah, I'm fine, and then at least you're offering that branch that if they're not, yeah. then you can always say.
0: Yeah, and and I think it, it's funny because once you then ask, you tend to get asked back, don't you? And it kind of spirals from there, really, and, and opens up communication, doesn't it, really, and sort of gets you going.
1: Yeah, and I think as well, like I had um, written down here about also as well making t- that time to check in each week mm. so even though we've got to remember that some of us have gone back to gardens or like socializing with people there are people that haven't yeah so it's like say for instance grandparents or parents or friends that you know aren't mm. like my nan she's on her own in a house but i'd always take time once a week to at least phone her yeah. to make sure is she all right does she need me to go to a garden or you know what? Right? because mm especially those people that are on their own, I reckon it can feel quite lonely. And my nan has admitted that she does feel it, even though she does have a support network around her, because being on your own in a house, I can believe is quite difficult.
0: Yeah, very much so. Because it's those little comments, isn't it? Something happens on the telling you, just want to turn your head and just talk. Yeah. When there's nobody there to talk to. Yeah, that, I can imagine that feels really lonely. And again, it sort of brings us on to this next point of recognising you're not alone. Yes. I think that's the, the point you're making, isn't it? That... There are other people as well in difficult situations who actually would really appreciate you giving them a call. So if
1: you're feeling
0: lonely yourself, well, what better to think of somebody you might know who could also be lonely and give them a call and chat and kind of uh, catch up. And it's incredible how different you can then feel about that.
1: Yeah, and I think as well, we do have technology now that enables us to do this. Yeah. We're so lucky, even though sometimes technology can be back, like in this instance, it's been great. Mm-hmm. We have the Zoom calls, like online birthdays I've been a part of, um, quizzes that people have put on each week, you, like online escape rooms have been made. So Even now, if you are feeling this way, utilizing technology, because I know some people say, oh, I'm all zoomed out, but still like we are still in this situation. So making sure that you do utilize the technology that's there and not just thinking "Oh, it's about Zoom. Well, think about like you've got online escape rooms, you've got games that you can play with each other online Mm -hmm. and that technology that is available to us.
0: Yeah, we're incredibly lucky in that, aren't we? The, when yeah. If we'd done this, had this whole situation the 80s and 90s and they when
1: We're playing Snake on our phone. <laughs> <laughs> Just on our own.
0: <laughs> it, it would have been a, certainly an, an incredibly different experience. Really, oh, it really Oh, yeah. Not one I'd have liked to experience, to be pretty honest. No, no. Okay, so, so moving on then. So one thing he, sort of as a recommendation is to sort of ask yourself questions, really, and to sort of ask yourself why it you feeling lonely what what is it that's causing that feeling that um, sentiment to exist and therefore once you kind of maybe have the answer to that it's easier to fix it isn't it really
1: yes definitely so like i was saying to you before um i have felt this way mm. um, and it's caused me to be upset but then when you look at it in the times that i had I hadn't been online. I was vo- avoiding like these meets online. And I'd say to my friends, like, oh, no, I'm not coming on. I'm not really feeling it today. Mm-hmm. But then I'd push myself to go on. So I thought, no, like, you're feeling this way for a reason. And I'm not like it really did make a difference. I'm glad that I went on then. But I think sometimes it's that definite that you're getting curious, you're asking yourself questions. Well, yes. Why do I feel like this? Is it because I need that social interaction with somebody? Is it that I need to have a normal conversation with somebody else other than the people in the household?
0: And it's often the thing that you're least in the mood for is actually the thing you need most, isn't it? Yes, when yeah. you really want to have a chat, that's actually when you really need one. Yes, definitely. But it's
1: recognising that. So it's like when I was feeling this way, it was like, right, well, what's totally changed? Well, definitely the social side of things because... I socialise quite a lot, like every weekend throughout the week and I went from that to nothing and, or one Zoom call a week, which isn't a lot for somebody who sees people all the time.
0: Yeah, and, and ironically, you, you were saying before we came on about um, actually taking the time to slow down as well, that since you got, yes. the, the pubs have opened again a little bit and stuff, that you've taken full advantage of that, but then actually feeling that that can have an inverse feeling as well.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. So, you've it's everybody will do it when they're ready to go into gardens. And some of you aren't listening to this, you might have gone into gardens already, been to the pubs. But I think what lockdown has taught us is making sure that we do have, like you were saying before, Robin, about um, enjoying your own company. So, making sure that you take that time, get a face mask one night, sit down, watch a series that you want to watch. And do things that you want to do. So, but I think when you socialize so much, you forget about what you want to do. Whereas I think in lockdown, we have had this time to slow down and think about what we enjoy. So, that might be like learning a new hobby, that might be just sitting and listening to music. And that's what one thing that I never realized I enjoyed so much before lockdown. Like, I think it's an automatic thing just to turn your telly on, but actually listening to a band that you enjoy not getting into somebody else's car and listen to what they enjoy like thinking about what you want to do
0: i totally agree with that I, I i love listening to music because it's it's easily one of my favorite sort of pastimes. and i love that you can do other things whilst listening to music as well and and I, I know that i really miss particularly when we're in lockdown just loud music yes because obviously like bands aren't playing and stuff so oh, yeah i found um I know, a lot of students won't be able to drive, but I, I found I could get in the car and just go around the block, yeah. <laughs> and that, and that really helped. I kind of felt much better after just it's what it's, 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 the point is it's the little things, isn't it? It's recognizing something you enjoy, and yes, so sort of being kind to yourself, really. Um, yeah. and, and on the, the notion of kindness, the, the idea of performing acts of kindness, what do you think to that?
1: Um, yeah I think like we were saying before weren't we before this that I think a lot of people think acts of kindness are buying something for somebody but simply asking somebody how are you today like a genuine how are you not just hey okay like a genuine how are you or leaving the door open for somebody if they're coming through or I don't know some little things like that or even just a message saying hope you have a nice day to somebody I don't think it needs to be that you buy people stuff and you know like little things like that i think just a simple message to somebody mm. is a lovely act of kindness
0: yeah i totally agree and, and it's funny like at the end of the day when like say your class leaves or something if they sort of say bye and thanks and something like yeah. that kind of line, it's amazing the difference it, it makes you feel then if they just all yeah. sort of trudge out like that you sort of think yeah like I don't know, it's it's hard to put your finger on exactly why it makes a big difference, but it, it does. You kind of feel like yeah it was worth the effort in a way.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, completely agree, yeah. Like we do, um there is a, what was it? We have something at college that's random acts of kindness, don't we? Yeah.
0: We've done that in yeah. the department in the past.
1: Yes, we have, yeah.
0: And I I do think it's like you said about the money thing, it can descend into a a buying competition, which isn't what we're getting at at all, isn't it? No, no, no. This is really simple, like just smiling at somebody, it it can really help their day get by, can't it?
1: Yeah, and even like on your social media, if you do like, I don't know, I like to do some stories sometimes or put posts on to just appreciate other people like the friends that I've got in my life. Like Because I think a lot of it, you hang around with them, but you don't actually say or like, to your family or really appreciate, like, you and what you do for me and things like that, I think that goes a long way because I think people do do acts of kindness, but then sometimes it's not looked back, you know, like, given back, if that makes sense. Like, I sometimes oversee kindness, but kindness are just small little gestures, aren't they?
0: Yeah, very much so. Um, Another suggestion is to join a club, and obviously that's something we can start to do more, now.
1: Yeah, I've done quite a few of these. Yeah. Um, so our wedding got postponed from this year to next. Okay. And obviously it is disheartening, um, but you see the bigger picture, but you're still quite upset by it. But I joined like a, a Facebook group, which was for weddings, like local wedding events things. Right. And it was lovely to see that other people and the way that they felt and the way that they dealt with it, enabled me to be like oh yeah and get talking to them like I've met quite a few new people which is a new thing to me but a lot of students in my class um they use is it discord it's called to meet new people online but this is a new thing for me um meeting just strangers online but that share similar interests like I set up a Slimming World Instagram, yeah. and I met a few friends off that because they were losing weight the same as I was. So it was lovely to share that interest. And I can't thank our gym enough either. So our gym um, that's just over in Polton, mm. they also did uh, Facebook groups where you could do workouts together in the morning. And they'd always be like, morning, Claire, morning, so and so, because they could see you live joining these classes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you really felt part of a community part? Of a community. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it's worth stating sort of that you have to be careful with making friends online, don't you? So
1: oh, yes, yeah, of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's important to mention that, but really you, you're more just talking about even just having the conversation online, aren't you, really is?
1: Yeah, like all we talk about is to do with the actual, so like the losing weight side of it or the wedding side of things. Like I would never like disclose where I live, where I'm getting married. You know, like, it was just to share those ideas and thoughts and feelings so I knew I wasn't on my own about it.
0: Yeah, and realise you weren't the only one who was feeling disappointed or yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, does, it really makes sense. And, and, again, it's sort of, um, it kind of comes back to this communication, sharing element of it, doesn't it? That, uh, yeah. Of, of just kind of having that experience. What do you think to this? Putting your hand over your heart
1: yeah i thought i had a look at this before but it was like what you were saying about this it's become very strange now we've gone back into gardens because i'm automatically oh hiya and giving them a hug whereas now you can't actually do that no (laughs) it is yeah
0: (laughs) i've always been a step back kind of person but um i totally know what you mean It's, it's, it's that physical contact is really powerful it's like yeah. I think say so. with my parents I've not given them a hug for well over a year or something now. It just feels seems really weird to think yeah. that's happened. And again as it sort of humans we, we kind of need that, don't we? We need that closeness that Yeah. So so basically what this is sort of suggesting is that if you put your hand over your heart, apparently it uses your parasympathetic nervous system. Which um, yeah. actually helps calms down and reduces cortisol and release. Oxytocin.
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: So it sounds good, doesn't it? I'm, yeah. I'm going to try it. Um, I know. I certainly know that from things when you're feeling anxious, just sort of um, doing things like pressing your thumb and your finger together really can be really helps. It really helps you think about that rather than thinking about what it is you're anxious about. So I would assume this has place very similar sort of element to it
1: ah yes yeah i think so yeah and it says some love hugging themselves and holding their face
0: yeah i did hug a tree during lockdown because we we're playing hide and seek so uh <laughs> <laughs> so opportunity, which, um, was was a lot harder than i was expecting um so um moving on anyway uh create something
1: i think this is an excellent one
0: a diy art you, you into anything like that
1: um uh, so I've tried to get into DIY um I'm the one with the toolkit here at home right. um so I do love stuff like that but I am I am one massively for creating something new um so I am really like trying to open your eyes now that it goes back to the point from before doesn't it taking time for yourself I think as well like in lockdown I used to run before lockdown now in lot uh you know, it was years ago um and i thought you know what even though it's not something new i'm going to do it again see if i enjoy it that bit more um and to be honest if you I've fallen back in love with running um as much as it's not something new new, mm. it's trying something and i think as well pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to try something new that you never have done before
0: yeah and obviously with with running it's exercise as well and that just makes you feel yes. better and Help self-esteem and also
1: going back to releasing the endorphins yeah
0: yeah <laughs> we'll go on here check your social media usage
1: yes because i we were talking about this before yeah. we have been saying that i think a lot of people use social media to compare themselves to other people and i think we've all been on our own journey through lockdown And it's not about comparing yourself. Like if somebody, say, for instance, look at my Instagram, what I was saying before about meeting people online is say if one person lost five pounds in a week, but I've only lost two, I'm on my own journey. They're on theirs. I'm on mine. So it's not having that comparison that, oh, they've done this and been productive through lockdown. What have I done? Well, you've had your own thing, like you've had your own experience. You've done something yourself. Even just going through it is something in itself, isn't it?
0: Very much so, yeah. And it's not a competition, is it? At the end of the day, no, no, no. Because I know, I know. It's funny. I, I found in like the first lockdown we had it, a lot easier. The fact that you knew all the celebrities and stuff were at home as well, I found that com- yes, comforting really. Because it was sort of you thought, well, yeah, they're at home as well, just like us. So you're Not missing out on anything, I think. I found the more recent one harder because of like sort of following kind of um sports stars and like footballers and things who were getting on planes and flying out to football matches and stuff.
1: Yeah, because a lot of people at one point, am I right in saying we're going over to Dubai, weren't they?
0: Yeah, um, it sort of irks with you a bit. You're saying, sort of Well, come you're getting on with your life and I am still stuck at home, really? I think it's one of those things where you have to just stop looking, don't you? you so sort I of think, Well, this isn't actually giving me any positive vibes at all is by looking No,
1: i've taken a a, quite a big step back to be honest i don't really post much myself anymore or i look at people's stuff but i don't know i don't think that helps a lot because obviously people are doing different things now like some have gone back into gardens and gone to pubs and socialized whereas some people they haven't so i think as well even during this time now the social media usage i don't think will help because like comparing yourself to other people and looking at what they're doing isn't what you should be on your own journey through life and your own like some people will have I don't know like concentrated on making more time for their actual families and some other people have maybe done something new or somebody's maybe working on the house but doesn't show it as much on social media so just because people don't show it it doesn't
0: doesn't mean it's not been valuable or important
1: no, no, definitely not now.
0: Yeah, i totally agree with that. I, th- I, I do think it has a, a very toxic element to it, and it doesn't mean that it's all bad. And I don't think that. No, no. I, I do enjoy sort of being on things like Instagram and stuff, but
1: um, weirdly enough, I've enjoyed. Too oh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the dances for me. Yeah, weirdly enough, they do make me smile a bit, like the dancers and how good some people are.
0: And again, it, it, it gives you something to sort of aspire to. That's quite yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to forget a few dance routines. Um, yeah, it's just just more just pleasurable thing to do, isn't it? So I, I wouldn't want to be sort of seen as bashing social media, but I do think that it's recognising how it makes you feel, and if it, it's making you feel negative, you just need to come off it, don't you? Really, and, and go back on when you're yes. perhaps in a A better state of mind really and I think the final one of these is just to um, get professional help if it it really is a case that you just are really feeling really lonely and you've spoken to friends you've spoken to family and people like that or, or perhaps you don't feel like you can it really is important to try and seek out professional help isn't it and I think that
1: yeah, like we have at college, we're very lucky to have yeah. counsellors at college and it is anonymous, isn't it? So if you do want to sign up, sign up to speak to somebody that has impartial advice, obviously it is anonymous, then that facility is there and we are lucky to have it, so do utilise having it there. And I
0: think it's fair to say that all staff want to help, don't they? The, the, yes. The kind, caring people and, yeah. and want to know that students that particularly are happy and are okay. Talking to them yeah. can help because they're, they're, they're neutral to your life, aren't they? They're not friends and family. They don't necessarily. No, so they, yeah. they, they are somebody who is well worth approaching. If you feel like there's somebody who you can do, I really would recommend them.
1: Yeah, but as well, and I think this is important, that they're not there to give you their opinion they? They're there to listen. Whereas I think when you do talk to friends and family, they say, oh, have you tried this? Or they do because we naturally want to help as people. But a the counsellors, they're not there to do that. They're there to listen to how you feel and just give you suggestions on how to move forward, really.
0: Yeah, and and, it, and, it's, and, it, it, and ultimately it comes back to communication again, doesn't it? As you feel listened to, you feel better, don't you? It really is as simple as that. Well, I think that's everything from us, isn't it? And so thank, thanks so much for that, Claire. Yes. I really appreciate you coming along for our second yes. one. thank you very Hopefully,
1: much. Hopefully yeah,
0: people can get something good from that. and.
1: Definitely. We'll see the again <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you for listening
0: yes thanks a lot